0: I am Damla Akhtekin, I'm a healer and the host of this podcast, and I can't wait for you to listen to this conversation. Hi everyone, this is Damla Aktekin with A Drop of Om. And I'm so excited and so delighted to have Jocelyn Mercado here with me today. Uh, Jocelyn is a transformational life and business coach. Um, but I, I discovered you, Jocelyn, as a um, you're the creator of these amazing online summits. And one of my favorite was the Remembering the Truth of Who We Are, which was which had amazing, amazing content. Um, and I, I wanted to talk to you because, um, you, you know, as I'm, I'm talking with self healers and healers, to me, a healer is someone who embodies their truth and their light and then begins to ignite that light in other people as well. And to me, you're, you're the perfect example of that. Um, and as I was reading and finding out about your story, you talk about this moment of being awakened, and jumping into a spiritual journey th- through motherhood, which, which may, may very much mirrors my own journey <laughs> a little bit. So I, I want to, I first of all, hear from you what it is that you do. And then I want to hear a little bit more about your story of how you came to be doing what you do today.
1: Um, yeah, well, to uh, to to say it in a nutshell, to begin with, I'm a life coach and a transformational business coach, and I worked in finance, corporate finance, for over 15 years before starting my online business, which is Sacred Planet, and I started that based on the calling that I think we'll, we'll get into a little more here, um, and yeah, it has been it has changed every aspect of my life really, um, switching from from that corporate world into this you know this really evolutionary space of online life and business coaching and all the amazing people that I get to connect with through this Um, it's been very very powerful and so yeah I help people to really break free from all that is holding them back and especially I work with a lot of clients who want to start their own business or community or movement that is going to change the world in a big positive way so I love doing that work. Yeah, I love that your, your uh,
0: website is VR Sacred Planet and your business name is Sacred Planet. So um, before I dive into that, though, tell us about like, you call it your sacred feminine awakening. What was your sacred feminine awakening that sort of led into all of this beautiful work you're doing today
1: yes, yes my sacred feminine awakening was the birth of my first daughter and um so that she's almost nine now so it was almost nine years ago now that this all happened um and when she was born i was working um in corporate in finance in a, a very masculine dominated industry in the auto industry um and I was, you know, moving up in my career and on the, from the outside right looked like everything was great. Everything was exactly right on track with what we're supposed to do in this modern world. But when I had my daughter and I brought her home and I remember sitting on the couch with her and holding her and just thinking, what kind of a world am I creating for her through the way that that I'm living? And what kind of a world do I actually want to create for her? And that changed everything. And I really, honestly, for a couple of years, I went into really a dark night of the soul because I didn't know the answer to those questions. And um, it took me a while to come back out of that. But what happened was that I started really reading everything I could get my hands on about all different world religions. Um, I was raised Catholic, but that was just not resonating with me any longer. Um, At least not all of it, right? Parts of it do. But um, so I was reading about every different religion. And what really struck me and and stayed with me was what I would read about uh, indigenous wisdom and ancient wisdom, like really the very, very earth-based wisdom that human beings have, the way that people have lived since 5,000, 10,000, 20,000 years ago or more. It just spoke to me with a very deep truth. And so that Gave me a new focus, and that allowed me to kind of come out of the dark night of the soul and really begin rebuilding what I wanted out of life. And so, the inspiration for Sacred Planet came through in my meditations, and I had a second daughter, and a lot of things opened up. And so, the opportunity opened up to begin this business. Um, And very soon after starting the business, I really took a leap and quit my corporate job. And it has all worked out in beautiful, very synchronistic, you know, ways. I really, I call it magical because um, we are, you know, in our, in our meditations, in nature, in, in all aspects of the world around us, we are given messages and information to guide us. And that's really been the biggest part of my journey is tuning into that, realizing that and tuning into it and following the threads, you know, of, of what was shown to me. And so through that, you know, I was able to, to really st- to start this business, quit my old job, raise my children in a whole new way. Um, and it's been a very beautiful journey. I love
0: that, um, I love that it all started with the question. It wasn't so much like, you weren't like stuck in, oh, this isn't working, this isn't working. But your question was more, what can be better? What can I create and contribute to that's better? And that seems to me that that opened up all sorts of worlds for you and paths for you. So um, tell us about what does Sacred Planet mean to you? What does it mean?
1: Yeah, well, I love that you mentioned that the, the URL, if you look it up online, is we are Sacred Planet because it's all about the community. You know, It's all about a group of people who are coming together because we know that, we know that there is a better way that we wanna create. You know, we we look at what's happening in the world and, you know, looking at everything that's going on, whether it's environment or social justice or political things or, you know, a lot of things are real frustrating right now in the world. And so we can look at that and we can fall into hopelessness very easily, right? but we can also make a choice to make a contribution to make a little change in our own little corner of the world. And so sacred planet is really all about inspiring people to to make that change in your own life whatever that is and it looks so different for every individual. It might be, you know, as as simple as planting an organic vegetable garden in your in your backyard or even in your windowsill, right? Or it might be as big as starting a global business. It, it, it can and, and any anything really that we feel called to do when we are tuning into the intelligence that surrounds us in the universe. That's always communicating with us. Like I said, mm-hmm. um, that will guide us. You know, that will help us to know what we what we need to do, big or small. So yeah, so sacred planet is really about a group of people coming together each each contributing in their own way. And, and in the space of community, we really support each other and, and help each other on our individual journeys.
0: Yes, I love that. And you also talk about, one of the things you talk about, this need for healing ourselves. Yes. Tell me more.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, we all, you know, we all need healing. And this is a, an ongoing journey right? We can heal ourselves at one level and then later on we need to heal a little more at other levels, right? But it is opening up to this process of healing um, in which we are, you know, seeking to become whole, seeking to, well, to not be afraid to look at what our fears might be or our doubts about ourselves or our resistance or old traumas, to really make a commitment to take a look at those, right? To look them in the eye and to see what is needed. And that again, may be very different for each person. Um, You know, what is, what is really needed, but it's so important because every time that any one of us heals ourselves, even just a little bit, it ripples out into the world. Right. And it, and so if we, if we heal from a fear that's been affecting us all of our life, all of our life, you know, if somebody heals from a fear that's been holding them back from really doing what they wanted to all of their life. And then they're able to step forward and share more honestly and more courageously the message that's in their heart. Then that ripples out and influences and, and inspires other people. And, and then they get, they do something a little differently, right? It goes out and out and out. So I, I believe the most important work we can possibly do in life is to heal ourselves. And by doing so, we are healing the world. We are healing the whole. We are healing the collective. So it's really powerful.
0: So um, here's one of my favorite questions. So what's between us and going there to see those wounds, to see those traumas and to really you know die in because we know if it you know at the end of the day yes healing is good but what, what's between us and yeah. going there
1: well it's really scary <laughs> you know it is really scary to go there because when we do and and we've all probably had this experience at one level or another when we when we say okay i'm gonna you know i'm i'm gonna look this in the eye i'm going to work with it it can take us into some old places you know most of the most of the fears and the woundings and the self-doubt that we have originated when we were very small very young children like usually between the ages of two and eight or nine and so it it usually happens because of either a message we receive from a a parent or a teacher or just something that was reinforced to us over and over and over again from our family and childhood. And so, you know, for example, you know, maybe uh, a little girl just loved to dance and sing real loud and just jump all around the house, you know, and she was told again and again and again, you know, be quiet, don't make noise, don't jump, don't run. And so she stopped. And now maybe at 30 or 40 or 50, she doesn't know why, but she can't dance, right? Or she feels, or she holds herself stiffly and feels that she can't move freely, can't really express herself, maybe doesn't express her voice, right? That's just an example to make it a little more concrete. But when we, so when that now woman wants to find out, wants to heal, you know, we've got to go deep inside. We've got to go back to the past, to what happened when she was maybe four years old. And that can bring up a lot of emotion. Yeah. So it's scary to go there. It's scary. Okay. So um,
0: here's what I, I'd love to know. Because um, when I look at you, I see someone who's deeply grounded and you're very much in her body. And you're, you seem very um, clear and organized about your purpose and what it is you want to do in the world. Um, and I, I get, you know, I get a, a similar response from people sometimes, you know, some of my clients, they, they tell me, Dhamma, you feel so grounded and, you know, you feel so calm or you look so calm. And I'm like, you should take a journey inside my head. <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah. It's not always like, that. yes, I mean, but the calm and the, and the grounding that comes, I know I, I worked at it and I continue to work at it. So I want to hear from your perspective, like what has helped you in getting to where you are now and what has that journey been like?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thank, thank you for that question. I love that question. Yeah. So there are, there are many different things. I love that you mentioned grounding because that, that has been so important for me. Um, and for me, it is walking barefoot on the, on the ground. Um and even putting bare hands and bare feet on the ground at the same time. You know, there are many scientific studies around grounding and and earthing, right? As it's called sometimes, many scientific studies about this. And you know, our bodies are electrically designed to be in contact with the earth. And the earth has negative, a negative charge that we need to take into our bodies for everything to function and flow properly. So that would be my, my first and foremost, you know, advice to anybody listening, if you're feeling ungrounded, if you're feeling like you're more in the head space and just not, you know, not in your body or right more up here than, than grounded and centered is to just go walk barefoot outside. Now I know if it's cold where you are, that can be really hard. I have, so I have, actually, left-
0: I'm, my feet are on an earthing mat right now on a uh, ground, which is connected to the grounding rod of my house. So I'm, I'm good.
1: <laughs> and there are these new yeah new wonderful devices that can help yeah. us not, even from in and i'm
0: going i'm going to include some information about that for anyone listening who might be interested
1: mm-hmm. wonderful but yeah well, thank you
0: so thank what you. happens when you don't feel for, for you specifically what yeah. happens when you go into or when you sort of revisit those places where the little girl in you a little bit is has been had been scared before so she comes back even a little bit or that uh, fear or anxiety might come up from somewhere deep inside. <laughs> so what, what do you do? Yeah, the- definitely.
1: Well, so it, there are, I have a few different techniques that I use and that I share with my clients. Um, one is to really identify what is the belief, right? What is the belief? that is causing me to feel this way, right? Is it a belief that I need to be quiet and hold my true feelings in? Or, you know, is it a belief that I'm not good enough, who am I to think I could be in a podcast interview, right, for example? And so really looking at that belief and then journaling is very helpful for this. So writing down what that belief might be and then writing down Um, what belief do I choose in place of that? What belief do I choose instead? Because if we have a belief that is not serving us, it's usually a lie. It's usually an illusion. It's usually something that was told to us long ago and we have latched onto because, you know, at that point we thought it was true. But if we look at it now, we can see that it's not. So recognizing that that is an illusion, that that is not a truth, what do we? What do I choose to believe that I know is true, right? And so, writing a, a statement to uh, replace that belief can be really, really powerful. Now, what I will do with these statements once once I write them is um, post them. Either post them somewhere that I'll see them every day, or even I will program them into my phone so that it will pop up like every day at nine a.m. This new belief that I am choosing will pop up and when you read it every day, either, you know, on like a post-it or in the phone, when you read it every day, it really acts on your subconscious mind to root out the old belief and let it be replaced with this new belief. It's very powerful when you use it in that, you know, the repetition is, is very powerful. So that's
0: one thing. Sort of like a mantra that you introduce to your limbic brain, the animal in you to say, okay, like, this is the new story. This is the new vibration. Exactly,, yeah. so um, I know that you're someone who is who passionately cares about the planet and the environment and the, the life in it, not just human life. so I want to hear what um, what that means, and I want to hear your your thoughts about healing the earth, yeah. because that's that's one of us too. Well
1: yes, yeah, we
0: are one of her, maybe, yep. <laughs> More so. but yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, the earth is the the being from which we all come, right? We all came from her, you know, she is our mother in that sense. And so, yeah, I, There's there's been so much coming through for me around this, uh, you know, even more strongly lately than before. And I have this really deep sense that, you know, we, we speak about fierceness. And, and, you know, one image of fierceness is like, a mama bear with two cubs, right? Or a mama tiger with her, with her cub. And we think about, you know, I know for me as a mother, for you as a mother, like we would do anything to keep our children safe. And so, and she is, is doing everything she can to keep us safe, right? Even though we're, you know, doing harm to her. Um, and so I feel like there is this need for us as the children now to get really, really fierce in service to our mother, in service to restoring the health of our mother. So this is is why I feel so called to work with people who are just starting out as entrepreneurs or people who wanna start a community or start a movement of some sort, because we really have the power, when we step into our power, right, and when we begin to, to speak our voice, to share the message that's in our heart with the world, um, and when we create structure around that and begin working on ways, especially through the internet, it's so so powerful right now, the, how far our message can go. When we really step into that a, as an entrepreneur um, or, a, or a community you know, uh, organizer, we can make a tremendous impact. We can shift the societal structures. We can shift the economic structure. Um, You know, we can take some of the economic power as a small business owner, you or I, or, you know, anyone listening, we can take some of the economic power away from these big corporations and oil companies who are doing harm and really bring it into a space where we can do good with it by empowering more entrepreneurs or more women or more men who want to make change in the world or by giving to organizations who are you know combating climate change and helping the animals and helping the plants and the earth so i just i think there's there's tremendous power in this idea of really shifting the structures that are not working for us um and yeah we 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 have the ability to do that uh we This is part of the, you know, the healing we each need to do so that we can get out there and share our voice. Um, We can do this through activism as well, of course, right? Peaceful activism. Um, And when we do that healing, we're able to share, then, yeah, then we, we have so much more power than we realize. We have so much more as far as resources within us to create change than we even can possibly comprehend. So we need to tap into that. Yes. I that. So what I'm, what I'm, I love that. What I'm hearing you say is that,
0: so w- when we look at the whole, the earth, the species, even mm-hmm. to be able to do that, we start with ourselves, look at the wounds. And then once you begin to tend to yourself, this, this light in you emerges almost that then can ignite and reach and do so much more goodness all around you and reach out to other people. And, um, I want to dive into one of the other things um, you talk about specifically is that um, you say in healing the earth, you had mentioned um, in in my questionnaire to you, you had mentioned healing the feminine aspects within us, but not only that, healing the masculine aspects within us. So tell me more about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we are... You know, we're living in these times where I, I think the masculine has gotten really vilified. You know, we talk about the patriarchy. We talk about, you know, an overly masculine dominated society. And so the masculine, that version of the masculine that we see in the patriarchy with, you know, the the people in who are in power, you know, having too much power, all of this, having too much money. Um, where we look at the state of the world where we're, you know, corporations and big companies want endless growth, which is just not sustainable. We call that the masculine, but it's really not, right? It is a false version of of the true masculine. If we look at ancient times and how people have lived, how people lived for hundreds of thousands of years, science is now showing before our modern era, we will find that always the feminine, the, and the women were um, the healers. They were the visionaries. They were the ones who brought forth the children who brought forth new life. And for these abilities, they were really placed at the center of the community. And then the masculine or male role was to defend that, right, and to, and to in many cases, both men and women were providing food Right? But for the men, it was more the hunting, and for women, it might have been more gardening, right? And this is just this is a, a general statement. But if we bring that into this modern era, I think it is so important for all of us, men and women, to tend to both the feminine feminine and the masculine abilities within us, the true feminine and masculine, not this false masculine that we see in the world around us. So the true feminine abilities are, The visionary ability, the ability to really um, see what is possible and to have intuition and even to have knowledge of what will be the best decision now in order to create the best future Um, and to to bring forth life. Yeah.
0: To to ask that question, right? What else that you were asked, what else is possible? What could
1: be even better? Exactly. And women um and the feminine within all of us has this visionary ability right and we also we have healing abilities you know i know that's what your your um uh, mm-hmm. podcast here is really about right we we all have healing abilities within us and we also um you know as as women or the feminine aspects within us it's a very creative force so we have the ability to create children as women but we also have the ability to create new ideas, new projects um, You know, to, bring, to take that vision and, and start making it real. And then on the other hand, the masculine is, is about protecting that, but also about taking action. So when we combine the two, we have the feminine with the vision, with the intuition that can see down the road and know what's the best thing to do next. And then we add the masculine to that, this ability to take action and to go out and really make that happen in the world in a beautiful way in alignment with the original vision, right? Without, dis- without distorting the original vision. So, when we, so, you know, each of us as an individual can look at these kind of ideal archetypes of masculine and feminine and look at how we can bring this into our lives. You know, so in in our meditative practice, or if we are, you know, in nature or whatever our, our sacred or spiritual practices are, we can ask for that vision. We can really ask the big questions like, what is, you know, what is my larger purpose? What am I meant to do? How am I meant to help the world heal? And we can receive that answer. That's the feminine, and you know. And then we can choose to take action on that when the time is right. And that's really bringing in the, you know, the highest aspect of the masculine. And we can, and we can protect that and we can get fierce about that. You know?
0: Um so it, awakening I, that um, inner, awake our inner enlightened masculine inside of us as well. Okay. That's not just receiving division, but taking action, taking the next steps on it.
1: Yes. Exactly. So, you know, and when we combine these, this is, this is what we need in the world. Like this is the sacred feminine and the sacred masculine acting together in, in harmony. Um, And, and with that, we can create great change in the world. Okay. So for
0: someone, I feel like you already talked to, talked to this a little bit, like starting with, like asking that question, following your intuition, um, receiving the feminine vision and then taking action on it. Um, but for for um, those people listening who are on a journey to becoming or being healers and stepping into their power and stepping into their truth, what what do you want to say to them? What caution, what advice, what do you want to say to them?
1: Yeah my what i want to say is you are so much more powerful than you think that you are um we especially if you know you're on this healing path you're meant to be a healer you are tapping into very very ancient resources that humans have utilized since the beginning of time and this ability that we have to heal to heal one another to heal ourselves and to heal one another it comes from a much higher place than just our own physical body right it comes from whatever god you know source creator goddess whatever you want to call the divine it comes from there it comes from that higher intelligence of the universe and it flows through us so i think the biggest piece um about being a healer, you know, from, from my perspective is to really trust in that, to really trust that you are supported, you are protected, you are feeling the call to pursue this healing mission because it is your soul's mission. You know, you're here to help all of us in a really big way, if you're a healer, you are deeply, deeply needed here. You know, it's no mistake that you're alive at this time when we all need so much healing. Uh, Yes, yeah. Yeah.
0: And that I feel goes hand in hand with what uh, we've been talking about. Um, That journey has and involves so much self-healing. It's almost like we're given this laboratory of ourselves to move beyond the, the duality and combine and integrate so that we can begin to help others do the same, um, in a lot of different ways. So, um, I still each and every person and I feel like self healers that are on that boat as well, as you were saying, anytime you do any work that's wound healing, that's ancestral healing, you're not just being of service to yourself, to everyone. Um, okay. I also want to ask you about you are, um, very big on this um, the community aspect of our planetary healing <laughs> like pulling together um, mostly women, but i 'm sure you have some some men in your audience as well so what does what does that um, sacred planet community look like for you, or perhaps in the in the people? you you work with in their work? Like what's the, what does community mean in all of the healing that we're talking about?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So there are a lot of different ways that I bring people together in a global situation, right? In a, in a, in a global community. And that's a really big part of my mission. So whether it is an online summit, which you mentioned at the beginning where I bring together say 20 or 25 speakers, and then all of their audiences are attending and we can have some of the, we can have the interviews live and people can show up live and ask their own questions and engage in the chat, right? That's one way to do it. Also, my colleague and I, every month, we host a dream symposium. It's a global dream group, basically. So we have people that will join from all around the world and share their dreams and it's been so incredible. The the messages that will come through on one day that we all gather, the messages are all connected. The, the same symbols, like cats will show up in every dream one day that we meet, or the color blue, you know, it's incredible. So, you know, we are, by nature, we are a social creature, you know. We need one another. We need the... Um, inspiration from one another we need to hear each other's stories both good stories and difficult stories to know that we're not alone in what we're going through and I have found that in all these different ways and formats that the sacred planet community comes together um, we we all come away feeling healed and i think it's so powerful that you know on one call we we will usually have people from almost every continent in you know on the call and it's like each person is anchoring their own place on the planet and connecting in right and both receiving and giving healing and and so to me that feels really really powerful as far as healing self healing others in the community all at once and healing the earth because we're we're anchoring in it from all around the globe and and just really promoting this healing prayerful curious space i just imagine
0: the map and like just these little lights lighting up in all different parts of the map and then just web of light so yes thank you thank you for doing all that work and just following your passion and your light, which I feel is, is the source, right? You kind of need to have that alignment in you to be able to do what else you're going to be doing. Um, can you tell, um, is there anything else you want to share with, um, self healers or healers in terms of, um, perhaps for their business journey, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: for people stepping into, um, becoming, Um, healing advisors for others in their communities?
1: Yeah. Well, there are a couple of things that are coming up for me. One is that it is so important to really make the space for self-care for yourself. And as healers, we can often somehow not make space for that, even though we know it's so important. So I know for me, it is very, very important for me to have regular acupuncture appointments it just so if i am you know feeling overwhelmed or if i am you know we can we can often pick up energies from our our clients and the people we're working with something like acupuncture or reiki or whatever kind of of healing you might like to receive or it could just it could be standing barefoot you know outside for for 10 minutes whatever works for you, make sure to really do that regularly and fill yourself back up, like make space for it no matter what, block it out on your calendar, you know, get a sitter for the kids, whatever you need to do uh, to really make space for that healing because the more the more rejuvenated we are, the better we can serve everyone else, you know, and that can, it can often, the self-care can fall by the wayside, so that's really important. Um, and it's an important part of running a business, that's for sure, is <laughs> getting the self-care. And then, yeah, business-wise, it's, um, there's so much I could say here that I'm trying to think, what is what is most important? Um, I would say business-wise, um, get outside of your comfort zone. You know, we, we so often are holding back on what we know we're really meant to do because it feels a little too out there. I don't know if my friends and family would like it if I did that, you know, I don't know if people will receive my message well, but if we are, if we are just deeply passionate about something, or if we have, we just, we have a core message, or maybe it's a new healing modality that has been channeled through us, right? It it can come in many different ways. Whatever that is that you know is a little bit outside of your comfort zone, I encourage you to go there. And one step at a time, try it right share it let people know about it because you're given that as a gift again it's a gift from the higher power it's a gift from the divine intelligence of the universe it's not a mistake that you feel that passion and and that calling so really don't be afraid to step into that the world needs you um, with your very unique gifts and get support if needed right find the right people that
0: you trust whether it's receiving that healing once a week or twice a week or whether it's joining a mastermind or however it is you you feel you need support there is support available in all sorts of forms okay here's the last question i want to ask you so we talked about healing ourselves we talked about becoming that beacon of light with however we heal and however um we share our gifts so and then that touching um going beyond us to our communities, to everyone around us and to the earth to heal the earth. Yeah. So when you, as someone who is um, holding a um, global community, holding the hands of a global community or creating the container for a global community or- and someone who deeply cares about the earth, when you close your eyes and when you go into dream space, what's, what is the vision? What is that healed world planet look like? what else could be possible for us how, how much better could it be
1: <laughs> yes this is such a beautiful question i love it so well i i will share with you a vision that i received that is very powerful um so in this this was a this was a dream um that i received i traveled uh from the earth out into outer space and through the center of the pleiades if you know i don't know if you're familiar with the pleiades star cluster but for those who may not be many 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 indigenous and ancient cultures say that we came human beings came from the pleiades like this is part of the creation story of many different cultures really fascinating so in this dream i went through the center of the pleiades and on the other side there was the earth in her state of original beauty in this state of just Pristine waters and untouched mountains and forests, and just absolutely beautiful and there were people of all colors living on the earth indigenously, right in peace and harmony with the animals and the plants and the earth and so the message that I got around this was that the earth has never been harmed, and that um And this is kind of hard to explain. And I wrote a long article about it that I can (laughs) provide, but there is this, there is this sense that we are, that we are already whole, right? And that when we, when we do our healing work and when we shift our perception and we shift our awareness, this healed, just pristine and pure version of our world is fully available to us. So I know that's a little bit abstract, but if, if we, I, I feel that just an important part of it is just holding that vision clear and strong and knowing that it is possible, we can do all the healing that we need to return to that original state of wholeness. And if you're a healer and you're listening to this, you are such an important integral part of that. Um, but yeah i 'll provide that article because I want a lot more yeah, i 'd love to include that that, that vision yeah. and what it means and um, how we can really work with that in a real way it's yeah. very, very
0: and I think it would be such a fun question to ask um, just starting with ourselves like what else what could be even better than what what i 'm living right now? Mm-hmm. what doors could i more doors could I open what more healing can I access not just for me? But, for the planet and and beyond, and um, what does earth or, or our planet and our species look like? How much better can it get? Not like how much worse, but shifting <laughs> the, shifting the the imagination and the possibilities towards that wholeness that you're describing so beautifully that's already there
1: yeah. as
0: um as potentialness and as some kind of energetic reality right
1: yeah yeah and and when we look at it's very interesting when we look at what we feel very passionate about or very emotional about like are you are you really passionate about children you know and making sure that you know children are safe and happy or that children get a good education that's a clue you know that you are that you're here maybe to work with children to help our young people you know, or are you really passionate about animals? Are you, are you really passionate about the earth? Like I am, you know, we, we really need to pay attention to these, these clues yeah. that we get I'm
0: healing. Like I <laughs> the yeah. that I am.
1: <laughs> but yes. yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yes.
0: Thank you so, so much, Justin. This has been an amazing, amazing conversation. Um, and I know that it'll resonate with, with the listeners as well. Um, I wanna ask you, how can people reach you? What is, um, I know you you told me about a resource that you wanted to share, so tell us about that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I want to give a free gift to everybody who's listening and it's my free four week online course that's called Learning to Fly. And it is really about, you know, being in in the world that we are right now and, and knowing that we can create something better, you know, healthier, more vibrant than what we're seeing in the world right now, but how to get there, right? So, so I walk you through the steps of really letting go, breaking free of what has been feeling heavy and and obstacles that felt like they couldn't move, right? How to, sh- how to release those and shed them, and then how do we move forward into a place of taking action in the way that's right for us, right? Again, it might be big, it might be small, it's all so important yeah i love that and the name of the course is learning to fly i love that as well yes (laughs) and
0: that's what we're called to do like by being here i feel like that's proof enough that we're called to not only heal but we need to heal take roots and then fly yeah
1: And that the name of that course came to me in a really beautiful um, like download of information that I received and it was I was I was feeling very um, frustrated very beaten down at the time and I was just I was outside in my sacred place in my backyard I was kneeling on the ground and the message was um, you are learning to fly even as you are kneeling down on the ground it was really powerful at the time chills yeah (laughs) so that's what our course is about and i think we're all feeling that really strong yes and i'm I'm going to
0: include the link for that as well thank you so so much like i said this has been i feel like we touched on so many things um and um i want to just um, ask our listeners if this conversation touched you in any way, please share it with other self healers and healers um, so that we can, you know, this is just a little drop and that's the name of my work, a drop of Om. So we can increase the little drops, those little lights on the map that make a beautiful lattice than of light. So thank you so, so much, Justin. And thank you everyone for listening. Yeah, it was wonderful.